Hey guys, Greg, your local metalhead here. I wanted to apologize for the first half of this podcast because the audio quality came from my camera because my computer decided to reboot in the middle of us doing an episode. Hopefully it's not too big of a problem. Hope you still enjoy it, but just wanted to give you a heads up. With Cinema. Alright, welcome back to War With Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, the local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector, a.k.a. the Unchosen One, and your new nickname is Pull Up On Your Ex and Alexis. Yes! <laughs> Been waiting all week to tell you that, bro. Oh my God. All week. I wish I had the opportunity to do that. Like, your, car, your new car is so nice, it makes me feel like I'm doing better in life. Like, <laughs> I'm showing people the picture of your Lexus like it's mine. Yeah, you like that? That's 2020. Yeah, you ain't probably seen one of these. There ain't a lot of them driving around. Yeah. <laughs> It's so funny how, like, people are treating the new car like like it's an expensive car. It's really not that expensive. It's the brand, bro. It is the brand. It like, the it's brand. crazy. Like, you can go out and buy a brand new 2020 and you'll spend more than I did on my Lexus. Well, the thing about it is, is, like, that's the thing about Lexus. You can have the, the, the reasonable, you know, models like you got, and then they got ones that are fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah, they're outrageous. Know? I seen a two-seater on there the other day. That bitch started off with... Just average payments of five hundred to five hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, "Who the fuck is paying that, bro?" Right, some for pe- a two seater. People with real money. I know Kendra said she kids. saw. Yeah, that too. Well, I mean, that's my thing is I don't have kids, so it's like well, spend my extra money on what? We got all the equipment we yeah, need. Yeah, but you're so. not like a small guy either. Like, exactly. You need a little bit of room, you know. It's so nice having all that extra room. Some days I, I can't even fit in my fucking Malibu, bro. It's bad. <laughs> it's so I sold my old car, which was a Scion TZ. And I had to drive it to the girl that um, bought it. Mm. And I was like, oh, so small. <laughs> this peasant car. <laughs> I'm a Lexus man. I don't drive this shit anymore. Right. Surprised you didn't make your wife drive it over. <laughs> no, I just can't do it. <laughs> no, no, no. You go ahead. You go ahead. I'll, I'll follow you in the Lexus. But no, honestly, I just, I was looking up most reliable cars and Lexus kept coming up. And... Anything Japanese, honestly, man. Right. Like... And she, my, the wife has a Camry. I don't want to have two Camrys, so. Right. Yeah, I get that. So, whatever. I'm... At least she didn't get a fucking Prius, bro. But yeah, that. Because <laughs> that would have had to make fun of me. Wasn't even on the table. Oh, they good. have, like, really cheap hybrid Lexuses mm. that are uncomfortable as shit. Yeah. Yeah, I I got in one and I was like, I got him out immediately. It's not comfortable to me. Yeah, your car fits you, fits you well, bro. It's like it was picked for you. Physically. Right. <laughs> no, that's a good car, man. I love that car and I didn't spend a lot of money. I'm not trying to boast, but you were being all modest on your Instagram post. I'm like, fuck that, fuck the haters, bro. You're hating on. You know you want this Lexus. Like that's the difference between you and me. You stay humble. I'm, I'm I want people to hate me. No, it's like I'm trying to stay humble, but it's so hard. I'd have a sticker on the back of that bitch. That, yeah, it's a Lexus. <laughs> like <laughs> that's how it does it. Anyway, but yeah, enough so, about uh, boasting about my new car. What are we doing today? Mur- murder party, bro. So this one came out in 2007. I was wondering what year this was. Um, Jeremy Soliner is the director, but it's also like. Those group of guys are a group of friends that grew up together making, like, homemade movies. A couple of them I feel like I recognized. uh, Maybe. But, like, not, like, big things, of course. Right, right, right. Um, Budget. Okay, see, I've been thinking about this since I watched this fucking movie. Mm -hmm. Because the last horror movie we watched, uh, I think it was Hatchet, I went low as fuck. (laughs) And it wasn't a huge number, but it was still more... 
More than you expected. Right. And I, I played around with it in my head, and I figured, like, feeding everybody changed, whatever. Because 90% of the movie's in one room, so... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go a million dollars. Really? A million. All right. The max budget was two thirty. Okay, see, see, like I was thinking, I was thinking low budget, but then I was like, I don't know, man, I don't know how much it takes to make a movie anymore. So, story behind this: um, bunch of group of guys, they grew up together, they had a video camera at home, and they all just liked making movies. They would make bullshit movies that kids would make at home, and uh, and finally, they were trying to get the money to actually make their first real movie, but nobody would back there back them or anything like that so finally they just started doing it one day they just got a bunch of people together and like let's make a movie um the opening scene was shot like a year before they even wrote a script really like that whole uh uh, title sequence with uh just the halloween stuff right right all the cupcakes yeah they said once they started filming like we started now we got to do it so it's a (laughs) <laughs> the whole the, the the very beginning where it's doing all the credits and stuff and it shows the kids smash the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Like I just thought back to like my childhood. I was like, man, we were dicks. Like yeah. we used to do that shit all the time to people. I know. I think about me being a kid and like just uh, like kicking their shit, like whatever. And if someone did that to you now, you'd be like, fucking kids, God These damn bastards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we are the old guys, uh, right? Dude, the thing that was creepy as shit, bro. He left an open bowl of candy corn, and. I don't know, man. Like, even as a kid, they were like, if it's not wrapped, don't take it. Right. You know, because we'll dip it in acid or whatever the fuck. Speaking of uh, weird Halloween candy stories, so when I was a kid, they would give out these, like, glow sticks. Mm. They were about this big, and they had a place where you could, like, tie it so you could tie it around your neck and stuff like that. Okay. So my dad is so fucking, like, old school. He didn't know what it was. He's like, what the fuck are they giving our kids now? He, like, cracked it open and, like, poured it down the sink because he thought it was some kind of, like, <laughs> acid. are doing this poison. Right. <laughs> Not I today, motherfuckers. <laughs> as, a kid, as a kid, I didn't know what it was, but when I grew up, I seen him, and I'm like, oh, it was a glow stick. Nice. <laughs> Fucking dad. Think they would have hooked you up on the drug of the future? Right. Your dad ruined it for you? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, God, you're just I could have found Molly years before everybody else. Right. You ruined it, old man. Uh, you ruined my um, drug-addicted future. So the the... The movie starts off, it's uh, the main character, his name's Chris. Mm, he's actually the producer of the movie, too. I was wondering if he was, like, a director or whatever. First of all, by the way, I, I don't know how much this dude got paid for this movie, but I ain't gonna lie, 45 to 50 minutes of it, it's just him sitting in a chair. Right. Looking back and forth. <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is the easiest job ever. I could have played this fucking <clears throat> But anyways, Chris works for the NYPD as a meter maid, and he gets cussed out a lot, and mm-hmm. people treat him like shit because... He's the guy that gives you the fucking $100 ticket for parking in the wrong place right. for not paying your meter or whatever. He's a very doormat of a person, so much yeah. so that his cat doesn't even respect yeah, him. Yeah, his cat, does, like, that shit was hilarious, bro. <laughs> and I loved how at the end of the movie they brought that back, because that just made it fucking perfect. Right. Like, I was like, when I'm watching him, the first part with the cat, I'm like, I hope they bring this back. <laughs> like, whatever, however this ends up, I hope they come back to this cat. Um, But before we get too much into it, the reason I came across this movie is because, uh, I watched this room, this movie, Green Room, but before that, I heard about Blue Ruin. Never got around to watching it, I don't know why, but I saw Green Room, it's the same director and everything, mm. and that movie is fucking brutal. Yeah. It is like straight up despair, and that's what we're going to do after this, because I need to set this one up mm. <laughs> for that one. I ain't going to lie, bro, like, this movie had some really funny shit in it, right. and then it would just go 
straight horror. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere, dude. Yep. It was kind of hard to get, like, a feeling, because, like, I'm laughing, I'm laughing, and the next thing you know, it's like, holy shit, that's not funny. That's hardcore shit. Yeah, because when we watched Hatchet, it made me think of this movie, because it was supposed to be, like, comedy horror. And See, Hatchet, I don't think was supposed to be funny, but it ended up just fucking, like, I, some of that shit was just hilarious. But, uh... So, he finds a invitation. Yeah, he's walking home with his uh, groceries or something or another, and he steps on a letter, and he takes a pill. It never tells you, like, what he takes the pills for, does it? I don't think so. I don't think so either, but it's just, like, something he takes, and it shows him pop the pill, and then he looks down, and he realizes he's standing on an invitation. It's mm -hmm. made, like, homemade. It says murder party, address, the guy's name. So he just thinks it's like, you know, just a bunch of them got handed out or something. Right. <laughs> and he's a lonely guy, you know, so he's like, hey, I'll take a shot in the dark. Right, maybe I, maybe I get some friends, else. you know? Exactly. So he goes home, makes a, a raisin butt cake or whatever. <laughs> and uh, he's, he goes, he's going to watch an old horror movie on VHS. That was another thing I couldn't get. Like, what fucking... Uh, uh, what fucking decade is this movie in? Because this man's watching VCRs and shit, but he's got a fucking smartphone. Like, the kid on the floor is playing a PSP, so I'm like, all right. It's I'm, all over the place, I'm right? I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You know, and you're like, you know, there's no cars in it, so you don't really know. Um, Some people like that VHS, though. Like, that's all they watch are, like, those old-school VHSs. Oh, I mean, I used to, I mean, we lived on VHSs. Right. That was our shit, but I don't know. It was just funny because, like, so many years of DVD and streaming now, and then, like, this old boy's just like... I know, they the literally don't make them anymore. <laughs> they don't even fix them. Oh, they don't fix them? No, the last, uh, I think it was Sony or, or RCA, one of them, they stopped making parts for right, VCRs. Right. It was, like, four years ago, four or five mm -hmm. years ago. Yeah, something like that. Maybe longer, I don't know. Yeah, but there's got to be some, like, shops out there that... Oh, I'm sure there's people that got pieces of old VCRs that, you know, if a certain thing, they probably fix it for you or whatever. But yeah, man, tapes are, that's the shitty part about it, because the, VC, the VHSs don't last. Yeah. It's not like a DVD, that bitch gets dusty or whatever, like right. it'll still play forever. You know, them VHSs, man, that bitch has got a shelf date. Yeah, they get worn out. When we were kids, we watched certain movies so many times, that motherfucker would burn up, and we'd have to go get another copy of it, because that's how many times we watched it. Yeah, shit. just like vinyl, that's why I don't listen to them, they're fucking just... It's keeps. so crisp, though, man. It is. It's a different My level. sister has a vinyl collection, and it's just, I don't know, it's like the music sounds better. It does. It's so much, like you said, crisp. And, like, if There's you... nuances. Anytime I ever run into somebody that, that collects vinyl or has a vinyl, like, they take their music seriously. Yeah. Like, they're not fucking around. They're not fucking around. No, because if they're going through that much, you know, to make sure that they hear it like that, that, that they're they're purists yeah. of that music, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you know. But, uh... And it's cool because they still make some new vinyl, not like, or do they stop doing that too? No, they do, a, there's a vinyl. I was going to say, I bought my sister a All-American Rejects vinyl, and then it came out like 13. Um, in the metal world, I know that specifically, that uh, they're huge in vinyl. They always have a vinyl copy of their releases. Yeah, I would think it would be more like rap and like techno and shit, because you know, clubs, spinning and all that. Mm -hmm. I'm, fucking, I'm glad that they still make them for, you know, for people that like them. Yeah, they got so popular that they started re-releasing them again. If you think about it, that's when music was great because, like, you had to like every song because there wasn't, like, skip. 
Exactly. It's not whole. It's not very easy to skip. Yeah, if the record only had one song on it, you were pissed because like now I gotta take this bitch back off, put right. another one on. So like, it's just the time that like I don't know. It makes me happy when I see. Mm-hmm. And you most of them, unless they're like special editions and shit, like you can get vinyls for nothing. Uh, they're about twenty five, thirty bucks, depending. Really, I've never paid over a dollar for them. <laughs> but then again, you know what I do. So. Right, I buy everything new, especially <laughs> especially vinyls. Yeah, my, like I said, my sister, she's into that shit, so every time I see one of somebody she likes, I'll pick it up for her. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what this takes place in. I think it's supposed to be just, like, modern 2007. I think it was. I think it was supposed to be the year, like, it was made. It's just, like, he, he doesn't have a lot of money, because you see his apartment's kind of right. shitty. Right, he's a very, like, plain Jane kind right. of dude. Just kind of going through life type mm-hmm. of guy. But anyway, so he decides to step out on there, which just makes it even funnier, man. It's like, he's like, I'm going to take a chance and... Try to make some friends, and he tells his cat goodbye, which lets you know, like... You uh, skipped over the, like, best part of this whole movie. How his it? fucking costume that he makes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tries to be a knight, yeah. I love this fucking costume. He put so much work into this thing. He's put duct tape around it and shit to make it look silver. I got something to talk about about the fucking costume later on in the movie, but I'm not going to talk about it right now. Alright, so he makes his costume to go to this party, says bye to his cat, makes so, his way to... Although, no, you're skipping over the part with the cat, so he's, he puts the thing, <laughs> he puts the bunk cake in the oven, and then he makes the costume, and then he get, puts the costume on. Right. Gets the bunk cake in the, kit, in the you know, pop crate, or he's trying to sit down and watch this movie while the cake's being made, and he's like, I forget what the cat's name was, but he's like, can you move? Please? Come on, this is my chair. This cat doesn't and the respect cat's looking him at him all. like, eh, fuck you. Right. You know? Doesn't respect him at all. I don't care all. that you pay the bills here, bro. Move me. <laughs> and he's just like, all right, then. It just walks over and sits down somewhere else. <laughs> it's such a, like, a nuanced thing, but it's so funny. Yeah. It just speaks, like, volumes of his character. Right. So, and then, like you said, he's leaving to go to the party and he tells the cat goodbye and that just lets you know like okay this guy this poor guy's a loser for real yeah and uh so he it shows him people say bye to their animals it doesn't make them a loser not when they live alone it's just <laughs> them and the animal like the animal's not waiting on you to come back dog like you know, that's just something like women who live alone tell them so no these are my babies those cats don't give a shit about you <laughs> the day you stop putting food in that fucking bowl they ain't gonna like you no more. No, did you know cats, when, like, if you die in your home... They'll eat you. They'll eat you, they'll literally. They'll eat you. That's, like, one of the best lines in Black Mass, when he's talking to his mother, like, how's Mrs. Johnson? Oh, she died last week. The cats had ate the best of her when they found her, and I was just like, oh my god. Yep. I had to Google that shit. That's true. Cats will eat you if you die in your house. They would. They would. Um, anyway... <laughs> Anyway, so he finds the party or whatever. Right. And, uh, and where is it? It's in a, it's like an old, like, fireworks factory or some shit. Why do you say fireworks? I don't know. It's just a bunch of boxes with Chinese writing on so them. So they have to. <laughs> I, I love your correlation. They gotta be fireworks. <laughs> That's just a bunch of random shit. Like, the boxes of noodles. <laughs> is that what it was? No, uh, I'm just trying to think of, like, the most racist shit. It's a bunch of old Bruce Lee betas and shit. Like, I think it's just one of those like knockoff. Yeah, it's just like a shitty warehouse. It's about to get torn down. Right, or whatever. it's a bunch of uh, boxes of knockoff bullshit. So he walks through a couple, t- makes a couple turns, and he's in the shitty warehouse. And there's like what five people in there? Yeah, five. And uh, 
One of them's dressed up like one of the gang members from the Warriors. I'm so glad you said that. I was going to wonder. Yeah, a lot of people don't, they haven't seen the Warriors, but I have. And those are my favorite gang in the Warriors, other than the Warriors, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I love that. When they just start banging a bat Mm -hmm. on the concrete when they're coming, that shit was so hard. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I'm thinking back on it, like, it's been a while since I've watched the movie, but I don't think they did much with with that gang. I think I just remember them running from them a lot. Like right. I don't ever remember them actually like fighting them or anything. I watched it as a kid, so I hardly remember that movie, but I remembered that costume. Well, anyways, one kid's dressed like that, and uh, he was he was hilarious and scary as shit at the same time. I love that guy, yeah. Bill, I think was his name, but he's sitting on the ground, not really paying attention to shit. He's just playing his PSP. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there's one guy, he's dressed up like a wolf yep. or whatever. He's got a beard. He's very grungy. Very, yeah. They said on set he, like, really took that to the next level. Dude, he looked like he didn't bathe for a week. No, he when didn't. They were filming that, yeah. He, he really, like, lived up to that character. You could almost smell him just right. watching the movie. <laughs> That's what the director said. He's like, take a bath. And he keeps, like, chugging, like, I guess it's, like, fucking moonshine or what. And then, yeah. like, by the end of the movie, he's just, like, fucking dumping it on him and shit. Like, they said it was uh, milk and water. And the milk started to, like, sour on his clothes. And he would not change oh, or take a shower. That's fucking gross. Right. That's that's a not so fun fact, but uh, yeah, there's him, and then there's a there's a there's a. By the way, the only reason I know all this is because there's a little documentary on Netflix or uh, YouTube about this, and mm. it's only like thirty minutes. So if you're interested in this movie, go check it out. Yeah, I might check that out because yeah, this movie was uh, it was all right. You know, I didn't I'm gonna love it, but I, I didn't hate it. Right. So, but anyway, so there's uh, those two guys, and then there is a. Third guy who's dressed up like an 18th century vampire, mm-hmm. and uh, which he looked legit as shit. And I swear, that's one of the guys that I think I've seen him in something I else. think I've seen him in a few things, too. Also, the kid that's dressed up like the Warriors, I feel like I've seen him in something before, too. Uh, he's He does have a very familiar presence. The blonde girl, which I couldn't remember. I don't know what she was from. Like I don't know if she was just like a zombie chick or what, but the hot blonde one. I was thinking, like, some sort of, like, sci-fi. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure out what her shit was like, but, uh... Yeah, I'm sure it's something cool. And then there's another skinny little girl, and I forget what she dressed up as, but... Mm-hmm. The like, only reason is because she, like, dies so quickly. She's, yeah. like, one of the first people to... She die. might be, like, a barmaid or something, I don't remember. She's wearing right. a dress or something like that. Oh, yeah. But, uh... So that's the two, 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 and, uh... Well, the one guy doesn't show up till later, Right, so. a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So he shows up, and he's, like... Well, okay. before all that, they're like, <laughs> they're like, I didn't think anybody would actually show up, so they grab him and tie him up. Right. And, and he was like, it said murder party on it. He's a fucking idiot. He signed up for this. Right. Like, and he's white. <laughs> he's a white male. <laughs> I don't want to get political. But, uh, <laughs> so they tie him up to the chair or whatever. They use, like, these, like, tiny-ass ropes that, like, anybody could chew through or get out of. They said, um, the director said he wasn't sure if the guy could actually act, so that's why they had him gagged the whole, almost the whole movie. Uh, it paid off, because, I mean, literally, that was the easiest check that guy will ever get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kevin Smith was probably like, fuck, man. So smart. Somebody's taking my shit. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, right. Kevin Smith. Yeah, he's been doing that a little bit longer in this movie mm-hmm. was out, but, uh... So they have talked over, they're all talking about how they're gonna kill him. You know, like, we should fucking... She cut him in half with a chainsaw, or we should fucking throw him off a bridge, or some shit like that. And uh, no, we have to wait till Alexander gets here. Is that his name, Alexander? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Hey, that, was, that sounds right. I actually didn't rewatch this one because I didn't get a chance to because I've been so busy. But um, 
I seen it recently with my brother, like a few month, couple months ago. I think it was Alexander. Malcolm. Make him. Nah, I could have done him. Was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's just go with it. Anyways, let's go with Alexander. So they keep saying they're waiting yeah, yeah, on yeah. this guy. Alexander. Okay, they keep waiting on Alexander, and they're like, "Oh, he's like the leader or whatever." So he shows up with a fucking Ukrainian drug dealer slash bodyguard, whatever he's supposed to be. That guy I'd definitely seen in something before. Uh, he doesn't say shit. And he's just like, this is my be- new best friend, so-and-so, Yukulov, or whatever the fuck his name is. And uh, the the, va- the 18th century vampire, first thing this dude does, walks into the room, slams his dick down on the table. Take your vampire fangs out. <laughs> Why? Because I told you. What are you, anyways? I'm an 18th century vampire. Cool. Me too. Teeth off. He takes his face out. He's like, now take off your vampire shirt. And your vampire pants. And the dude's just literally in like a fucking t-shirt and just draws by the end of it. So it cuts away and uh, goes back to it. And then the same guy, he's like, I'm just fucking with you, man. I just had to assert my dominance. That guy's my drug dealer. I barely know him. <laughs> that guy was the best part of the whole fucking movie. Alexander or yeah. the drug dealer? No, Alexander. Well, the drug dealer was good too, but Alexander was by far the funniest shit in the right. movie. You know what's funny is that guy's really like that in that like documentary. He's just like a not give a shit person. And he's fucking hilarious. I want to watch him. I thought he stuff. was like the director or something like when I watched it because I was like, this guy just that's like he knows what's going on. Right. But anyways, he goes in there and he's like, he's uh, I guess he's supposed to be a teacher or a professor or something. Who? The Alexander. Because he has supposedly has this grant money. Well, he's an art. Oh, he's just an no, art student. Artist, apparently, like yeah. Okay. Well, everybody wants to, uh, everybody's trying to oppress him so they can get this grant, because they're all students, they're all art students. Yeah. And, uh, the the 18th century vampire kid, he sets up a camera, like an old school camera, and the one girl, she's, like, recording him on his phone and, like, making, like, these fucking visuals, and so she's got one where she's just laying in a tub getting hit with hot dogs. (laughs) That was hilarious. She's like, yeah, I just got picked up by a gallery last month, I'm pretty excited about it, like, just, just. Her being dumb as fuck. Like, well, it's all these pretentious art people that think they're way more deep than they really are. Right. And the kid uh, that's dressed up like the Warriors, Bill, he still hasn't moved or gotten off the floor or even looked at anybody, really. Right. Barely acknowledges anybody. Exactly. And uh, the other guy, the one with the beard that smells and shit like that, the wolf guy, <laughs> he uh, he's stoked as fuck. Like, he can't wait to fucking kill this guy. And then the girl... The one girl we barely talk about, uh, the one dressed like a barmaid or whatever. Right. She is eating the bread that he brought. And she's like, I mean, guys, come on. We're not really going to kill this guy, right? Like, he made bread. It's so good. Are there raisins in this? And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, are they da 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 And he's no, like, organ- are, they are they organic? He's like, mm. <laughs> She's like, he's like, are you allergic to raisins? And she's like, I'm just a little dizzy. I just need to sit out. And she fucking eats it. Shoo. And it's like a weights or something on the ground. Like, I don't even know. Like a it's big just... pile of metal or some shit. Right, yeah. And she fucking whaps her temple on this shit. <laughs> and she's just like, I don't feel so good, guys. And fucking blood is just pouring out of her fucking dome. They said that's where the most of the budget went is the uh, special effects. Of I was about to say that and at the end, you know what I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. that that's definitely, I knew that's where all the money went to. Yep. Uh, well, she bleeds out and they're like, Fuck. We were supposed to kill this guy, not her, you know, and shit like that. And uh, 
that she killed herself. It was an accident, man. This isn't our fault. That's why I fucking love this movie. They're so like, much. clean up the body before Alexander gets here. He's gonna be so disapproved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This all happens before Alexander gets there. So they fucking roll her up in the Visqueen that they have for Chris. You know, the guy that got tied up. Right. And they dump her in a fucking. It was just like a box or whatever. No, no, no. The it's a cooler. Is it an ice box? Yeah, I think it's an ice box. It didn't look like it was cold or anything. But oh, they, they just I mean, I'm sure in. it's not plugged in, but... <laughs> right. Well, they dumped her in the ice box, um, and then the Alexander guy gets there, and the dude with the beard is so pissed off, because I guess he liked that girl, or he's really infatuated with the fucking blonde. Yeah, he has a serious obsession with her. But uh, I guess that was his friend, too, and he's like, I'm going to fucking pour acid on this fucking guy, he's just drinking his fucking acid, and... He's like, what the fuck is seltzer acid in it? Because the guy's like, Ugh. nothing. Like, I'm not hurt. Like, you know? Then they're like, I'm going to Google it. It's fucking vinegar. You yeah. poured vinegar on him. Like, he's like, he's like, we got to kill this guy. He's like, I just fucking did. I didn't do anything. Stupid acid didn't work. You know, and shit like that. So, uh, that point, Alexander gets there. He goes in, does the whole thing with the vampire guy. And, uh. Uh, he takes the blonde girl back there and fucking rails her down. Right. <laughs> he's walking back out. The dude with the beard standing out there and he's like, Allie's pussy just screamed at me. <laughs> he does like a pterodactyl scream. It was fucking hilarious. By the way, the blonde chick that just got railed down, she's been doing coke this entire time. Yeah. And old boy Alexander is highly coked up when he gets there and continues to do coke while he's there. Yep. So then he's like, all right, guys, we're going to try to find some inspiration. You know, we're going to do this right. We're going to kill this guy the right way. Yeah, they're trying to be, like, all artistic about it. Like He's like, and I got the grant money for whoever comes up with the best idea on how to whack this guy, you know. He's like, and to get the ideas rolling, we're going to play Russian Truth or Dare or some shit like that. And they're like, what is that? He goes, we're all going to get take truth serum. Mm-hmm. So... He's like, you only have one needle? He's like, I'm sharing fucking needles. And they just stick him with it? He's like, well, now you did. <laughs> Bad message to send, by the way. Yeah, a terrible message. Five people just sharing a needle. Right. One, one needle. Anyways. I don't remember what it actually was that he was using. Do you? Yeah, it's it uh, it's like a barbiturate, but people actually do use it. If you use a strong enough dosage, it, it is like true serum. Really? I forget what it's fucking called, but uh, they did the same the same shit in Meet the Fockers mm-hmm. when De Niro shoots up Ben Ben Stiller with it. Right. And he goes out there and gives his fucking speech all fucked up. like. Oh, know. so this is like legit stuff. Yeah, it's like a real thing. Like the oh, CIA okay. still to this day probably, well, they probably got stronger shit now. But <laughs> right. They, they did real. use this at one point to get shit out of people. Oh, interesting. Um, That's kind of one thing I was wondering, but never like looked it up. So, so yeah, they all do it, and they all start. Dude, they even fucking shoot Chris in the neck with it, the guy tied up, and bring him in. And he's like, "This guy's my new fucking best friend." Alexander, the guy that's all coked up, says that. He's right. Like, this is my new fucking best friend. <laughs> so then I'm like, "Oh, well, they're all getting all fucked up. Maybe they're not going to kill him. Maybe they're going to have a change of heart." Hang on a second. And they're like, "Nope." Hey guys, sorry for the shitty audio in the very first part. I'm using the audio from the camera because my dis- computer decided to do a reboot in the middle of us talking. So, hopefully, the audio will be good from this point going on. We're people too, folks. Yeah, mistakes patient happen. patient with us. Exactly. But I still have the audio from the camera, so we'll just go from here with the okay. audio from the podcast. So, so the truth serum. They did the truth serum, and uh, he said, this is how kids in some fucking bumfuck country, that's how they play truth or dare. Right. And uh, everybody gets talking, and then this was a pretty sad part. The guy's like, 
I work for the NYPD. They're like, holy shit, you're a fucking cop. He's like, no, 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 I'm a, I'm a meter maid. He's like, my life's pretty shitty. Uh, if you killed me, I don't think anybody would miss me. And I was just like, fuck, that's brutal, dude. Yeah, that's pretty sad. And they don't feel bad for him at all. They're just like, oh, cool, sweet. We can kill this fucking guy. Nobody will care. Like, <laughs> awesome. And uh, <clears throat> after that, uh, they start kind of like all of them start kind of getting on their own nerves, like pissing each other off mm-hmm. because the Alexander dude, he fucked the girl that the bearded guy loves. Right. Um, Alexander doesn't know about the girl that died before he got there. And I guess he was friends with her, too, or mm-hmm. something or another. And. Uh, oh, and the and the the vampire kid, like he's been getting bullied by this Alexander dude the whole time. Right. And uh, then when they're doing the whole truth serum, he's like, yeah, I think I'm bisexual. I think everybody is. And <laughs> a little bit later on, he's just sitting there smiling, and Alexander's like, hey, you. <laughs> and then it cuts to him. He's fucking the shit out of that kid <laughs> in the same room he fucked the blonde in. It's hilarious. So they're sitting there, and he's like, it's almost, th- he's like, oh, that's what he says. He's like, we're going to kill this guy at the witching hour. He goes, so I want everybody brainstorming, getting their ideas ready, and this and that. And uh, he tells the drug dealer, he's like, Hey, let's do some fucking crank. I didn't bring crank. I only bring cocaine. <laughs> He's like, you didn't bring enough cocaine. You want me to get crank? Yeah, get the big bag. Get the <laughs> big bag of crank. <laughs> so the drug dealer goes off to get the crank, and the the arts kid who that he fucked, he decides, hey, fuck this shit, man. Something ain't right about this. So right. he uses the whole vial of true serum, sticks it in Alexander's neck. And then they start hitting him. Have you ever seen any of this grant money? And they're all talking amongst each other. Like, has anybody ever seen this fucking grant money? I've never seen this grant money. So they ask him. They're like, what's the grant money? He's like, it's all. Uh... <laughs> He's like, I've been fucking with you all the entire time. I'm like, right. He's like, they're like, why? Why would you do this? He's like, because it's fun. Or like, whatever. Just pretty much doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Well, he wants to seem more important than he is. That's what it is. Yeah. He's like, He's like, do you even like our art? He's like, I love your art. He's like, I might be the only one that loves your art, but I love your art. <laughs> and uh, so, of course, at this time, the drug dealer comes back, and he just so calmly just looks over. Hey, kill them all. Kill all of them. Shoot them. Shoot them. Like, he says it so calmly. Oh, by the way, I've skipped over this part. Sorry, folks. But he's got a dog with him. Oh, right. And he's like, she's actually part dingo. <laughs> like, a dingo is a fucking dog in Australia, too. Like, it's hilarious. Like. And for some reason, they go and tie the dog outside, which I thought was weird. It's like a shit warehouse. Like, why do you care if this dog's in here? Right. But anyway, so they got this dog just tied up on a fucking fire hydrant, like, attached to the building or whatever. And uh, and periodically, people are going out and checking on it and shit. And uh, the guy with the beard that's all fucked up, he's like, I'm going outside to smoke. This shit sucks. Oh, my God. This fucking part. Makes no sense why this happens. Well, I mean, I guess it does, but he's out there fucking with a lighter, looking at the dog, scares the dog with the mask, and lights this big ass fucking. Uh, it's not a bic; it's like an old school, you know, uh, Zippo. Zippo, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of the name of. Him. He's got a Zippo, and next thing you know, you just hear. Ah! He melt the fucking. He melts the latex. Because mask. what he did is he was drinking the alcohol, and he pours oh, it all over himself, yeah. so he's covered in fucking alcohol. So the fumes got him. Right. I didn't even think about that. I yeah. just thought it was the plastic from the mask that caught on fire. <laughs> well, because nope. them bitches are super flammable, too. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but it did melt to his face. Oh my god, bro, that just felt like it just seems so brutal, bro. They um they said this is one of their dream projects is like they've envisioned doing something like this for the longest time. So the dude looks like fucking Leatherface for the rest of the movie. Yeah, it, it looks painful as fuck. He comes back inside, he's all fucked up or whatever, and, uh, oh, wait, but before he goes outside, right before he goes outside, he chugs the alcohol and throws it on him, and then he goes up to Chris, who's strapped to the chair, and he's like, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm going to save you. You're my friend, and I'm not going to let him hurt you, I'm going to save you. And then he just fucking passes out yeah. right in front of him. And the uh, the artsy kid, this is after the true serum and all that shit, he kicks him, he's like, get out of the fucking way, or whatever, and then. That's when old boy goes, I'm going to go smoke and all that. Scares him, melts him. He's outside for a while. You think he's like fucking dead or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the Russian comes back and he starts shooting. I don't think he shoots. He shoots one person, doesn't he? I don't remember. I feel like he shoots somebody. I'm sure. He oh, does. that's right. That's right. He shoots the vampire kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shoots him in the back of the head. And that was kind of funny, too. The vampire is like, really? He's got a fucking blood <laughs> poured out of his forehead. So he just took a bullet to the dome. Yeah. He shoots him a couple more times. And then uh, he shoots the girl, I think. No, no, no. He doesn't shoot the girl. He tries to shoot the girl. Something like that. He shoots one more time. Well, then uh, old boy with the melted mask comes back in and he's got a chainsaw that has to be plugged in. It's electrical <laughs> chainsaw. That shit was hilarious too. I'm getting to that part, but, uh, I love that. so he lights, he fucking pulls that chainsaw and he goes to fucking work on the drug dealer's leg, man. And this dude bleeds out and dies. And, uh, I forget what happens to him. I don't know if he like, I don't know, man. I don't remember what happened to him after he chainsawed the dude. Well, he's the one that's chasing after him now. He's, like, trying to kill everybody because... The guy with the beard? Yeah, he has the melted thing. He's the one chasing him with the chainsaw. Yeah, 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 but I thought that was to kill Bill. Because Bill, like I said, hasn't done shit this entire movie. That's later, though. It's right after that, I'm telling you. I know, but he's chasing him with the chainsaw right now because he's, like, going through the warehouse. Well, maybe I skipped over this part. Either way. At some point between him getting the face melted on him and then him chainsawing the drug dealer, Bill goes ape shit because he's, like, tired of nobody getting fucking murdered or whatever. And he <laughs> takes his fucking axe to that blonde chick's dome. Yeah. And that's what drives old boy crazy because he fucking loved that girl. Mm -hmm. Well, then Bill chops, uh, he chops, what's his name, Alexander, doesn't he? He kills him, too? I think so. He kills two of them. And then he's going to axe the fucking dude who breaks free. And but that was the thing that pissed me off out of anything, man. He got out of that fucking chair twice and he got like he didn't remember how he got into the fucking place. <laughs> he literally did laps around these fucking boxes like he was going to get away from all five of these motherfuckers. And like literally that's like he forgot completely. Where the, he doesn't even go to that exit, goes back out the back, ends up finding a an alleyway that takes him to a apartment building behind it. Can we talk about one of my favorite parts of this fucking movie is he finds a little room. He gets stuck in this, like, little supply room. Oh, yeah, And they're yeah, yeah. all standing outside of it. Oh, and he's, like, grabbing all the shit, so you think he's, like, gonna... Mag I forgot about that. Yeah, that's the first time he breaks out of the chair. It's before anybody but the one girl died. Right. He grabs all the shit. I'm like, oh, this dude's about to MacGyver a fucking weapon or something. He walks out with all the shit in his hands and just throws it. Doesn't hit anything. Doesn't stop anybody. I forgot about that shit. was hilarious. I died laughing at that. He I forgot it to about the that. left and tries to juke to the right as if this and was Literally nobody him. moves because he's going that slow with it. But anyways, <laughs> I forgot about that part. That shit made me laugh so hard. So he's running from the bill guy, and he uh, gets in one of those uh, like automatic lifts. 
You know, that takes from floor to floor. It's an older warehouse. Well, it's more of like a conveyor belt. Conveyor belt, belt right. Yeah. Well, he goes up on it, and then, of course, the guy, Bill, has got an axe. He's trying to go up, and then he's sitting up there, and he notices the panel makes it go down and up. He just pushes it down. <laughs> and the guy's like, like from me to you, and then he just goes backwards, and he's like, oh, I won, and just takes off running again. Goes to the apartment building. Uh, Bill's still after him. And then the guy with the chainsaw is running after them. And like I said, it's an electric chainsaw with an extension cord. Right. And I thought this was so much funnier before I knew it. But, like, with the whole time he's running, this is like a good mile and a half they make it through this whole chase scene. And I think this shit is plugged in the entire time. I'm like, how long is this extension cord? That's hilarious. They went with that. Like, he's just running with his fucking chainsaw and cord, and it's still plugged in back at the warehouse. I was still dying laughing thinking about it. So, uh, Chris... Makes it up there. And by this time, Chris has all these people's blood and shit on him. And that's what pissed me off. He didn't take the fucking mask off. He didn't take any of the fucking night shit off. Like, he's just covered in fucking blood and brain. Or he can barely move with all that, uh, his costume on. It's fucking hilarious. And, like, I don't know. It was bothering me. It was, like, making me feel like I had OCD or something. I'm like, bro, clean your face. Just wipe it off one time. Just wipe it off one time. It's one thing if it's your blood, bro. These are fucking strangers' bloods. Anyways. So he runs into the party. Everybody just thinks it's part of his costume or whatever. Yeah, it's Halloween, so you don't think anything so of it. So he runs into the apartment building, and somehow the kids that are doing all this, it's uh, the Asian guy, I forget. Is he, like, a teacher or knows them or whatever? But uh, I think he's one of those, like, um, they're all in the same uh, group of people. He's, like, into the art scene. It's like so. an abstract art type of shit. But anyways, they got right. this, like, rundown-looking building, and it's actually an art gallery. Before that, though, <laughs> he runs up to the ceiling, and uh, he tries to hide over a little ledge. That's oh, yeah, yeah, he's laying down. <laughs> he's laying down on the ledge, and he just looks over, and he's like, I see you. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, That's gets right. up and runs away. And he almost, and Bill almost gets him with the axe. He gets up and runs again. <laughs> and then they go to the art gallery. They go to the art gallery, and he walks into this random room, and it's just all these people, like, painted up and just laying weird and doing weird shit. Right, it's one of those, like, it's supposed to have a deeper meaning. Oh, yeah, I don't, I, I'm not even going to pretend like I know fucking art or any of that shit, but I'm assuming it's some form of art that I don't fuck with, but, like, anyway, so all these people are just chilling in there. And uh, he tries to hide behind this, like, tiny thing. It's right. hilarious. Old boy comes in, immediately recognizes him. And this is where the movie goes off the fucking rails. And mm-hmm. Bill shows us a whole other side of himself that you just... There's, uh, well, you kind of get a glimpse of it because he do goes from zero to 100 that quick. Mm-hmm. He killed two out of the other five people, two or three out of the other five people, and he's chasing this dude. He just starts going fucking berserk with this axe. Kills everybody in the room but this fucking guy. Yeah. And by this time, the dude with the chainsaw has made it up to the roof. And he finds, he looks at the lights because they're partying on this roof and there's mm-hmm. lights plugged in. And he's just like, Eureka. <laughs> Plugs in the fucking light, uh, the chainsaw, and then falls over the roof. <laughs> it falls to his death. Well, of course, he falls right by the window of the room that uh, Chris and Bill are in. And he just picks the chainsaw up and is like, all right. Fucking cranks that bad boy up and chainsaws Bill's face. That was gnarly. Gnarly way to kill somebody. Yeah, movie. they said this was like part of the biggest part of their budget. That's what I was saying earlier. This is definitely where 90% of this movie went because this dude is chopping motherfuckers up left and right. There's blood everywhere. It's like almost a plain white room almost, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. And by the end, that bitch is painted red as fuck like it's mm-hmm. Christmas, baby. Yeah. 
The only thing I thought was kind of cheesy after he killed Bill, he took the pumpkin and like put it on his head. Yeah. To like make it Halloweeny or whatever. Well, I think it's to hide the body. The one out of the thirty-five people that are murdered in there. Well, yeah. to make it look like a an art scene, like this is a murder scene. Well, yeah, which kind of confused me too, because it's like, bro, you've been trying to survive this whole time, and then like, you you just he takes some random dude's phone. Hey, can I borrow your phone? Dials nine one one. He's like, it's for you. <laughs> that random guy has no idea what the fuck just happened. Right. Doesn't say where. He, doesn't stay for the cops. Nothing, bro. Just walks back to his crib. Picks up a fucking, which by the way, way too many people eat that random candy. That's why I said that bothered me too, because like nobody's eating candy corn out of a bowl. Have you seen those fucking videos though of uh, people leaving candy out by their door? Oh, they take everything. And they'll just dump the whole thing in their bag. Be honest, take one. You notice it's always the fucking adults, like the trashy, like adults that go junior up. i ain't trying to be out here all night the skeeters are out pour the whole fucking bowl in so yeah. let's go i've seen so many of those it's probably yeah. one of those situations that's why when people ain't home they just don't leave shit now yeah they just turn the light off and i don't right. blame them you know oh uh it's so always this, two or three assholes ruin it for everybody since this is uh quarantine and we'll probably still be inside by the time halloween rolls around I'll say that bro that's my birthday i want to be outdoors by then no what you can do is have the kids sit outside in chairs in their costumes and then you throw candy at them like a parade. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> freeze some Snickers. Just fucking dome a kid. Right. <laughs> Get up, you little bitch. It's free candy. That's a full bar. <clears throat> Someone said that online. That's fucking brilliant. I would love to just drive around my neighborhood and throw candy at kids. When I was in <clears throat> middle school, man, there was these fucking kids, man. They would sit on roofs with paintball guns and fucking get people. That shit was brutal. That's so... Oh, kids. Shitty. Yeah, yeah right? so shitty. It's like toilet papering, like, extreme. I would rather have that than being shot with a paintball. I don't know, man. If I, I mean, I, my na- it used to happen to neighbors and shit. They'd toilet paper their trees and stuff, which right. ain't a big deal. But my car, like, I gotta get in this fucking thing now and drive. Yeah. And You're not wrong. Gotta unroll all... Either way, it's, I mean, I get his kids, but... Anyways, he just goes home, opens up the door... Still doesn't take the fucking costume off, man. He finally gets down into the chair with the eight candy corns that are left. Oh, by the way, like I said, love the fuck that it broke back around to this. (laughs) The cat's still in the chair. Yep. Can I sit down, please? And the cat looks at him for a second. I was like, oh, this cat ain't going to get up, is he? And he just, he's like, you look like you've been through some shit. Go ahead, have your chair, dog. (laughs) And the cat gets up, sits down, takes the helmet off. Just starts eating candy corn, watching TV. Mm-hmm. Movie ends. Right. That's what I love about this fucking movie is he goes to a murder party where a bunch of people want to kill him. Everyone accidentally dies, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's really no murder in the party until the last like 20 minutes. Right. But, uh, I like, I, it makes me happier knowing that this movie didn't have some crazy budget. Like, if they would have had any kind of, uh, like, release, I'm sure it didn't go to movie theaters or anything. It actually, like, it went to a festival and got yeah, like some an indie festival yeah. or something. So I would have felt like if this movie would have got a theatrical release, it probably would have got its money back for sure. Maybe, but I think it has a little bit of a cult following. Yeah, I mean, it's a funny movie. Like, it's worth a watch for sure. Right. Uh, It had some good shit. It could have, I felt like it could have been funnier in some places. Yeah. Uh, but but this is all their like first like right. real movie. No, so. and that makes and 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 for a first try, it's 
it's great. I mean, exactly. Nobody's gonna be Scorsese the first time out, but right. I thought it was uh, it was really cool. And then you know, you're cool with We Massacre, and I just like I thought that was a cool. Like now you tell me that makes me think of, like them. Like you know, they did it themselves, and you know. Whether you hate, love it, or whatever, you know what I mean? They made it, bro. Exactly. It's out there. It's in the universe. And a lot of people can't ever say that, man. I didn't yeah, there's so shit. many people that, like, oh, I'd love to make a movie, but there's people out there doing it, like, yeah, on those a same, shoestring budget. Exactly. Those same people were tired of talking about it and fucking did it. And yeah. I got all the props and respect in the world for people like that, man. Yeah. It's like Michael Jordan said, man, the wise Michael Jordan, the GOAT, he says, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yep. So, like, I'm all for that, man. And the uh, director is having, like, a super up-and-coming uh, uh, career. Like I said, he did Green Room, which I fucking love this movie, and I can't wait to watch it because... Yeah, I've never seen that. What's funny is I thought I did. It was probably Steve-O that I was like, you uh, you should watch Green Room because I just watched it. It was a pretty good film. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he has a few a few movies now that he's uh, worked on. Hmm. Um, Anything I know? Like I said, Blue Ruin was his like first like budget film where he like had a budget and a team behind him, and then it was Green Room, and then he recently did uh, Hold the Dark, which I haven't seen. It's on Netflix. It sounds familiar. Like I might have seen the. Yeah, I heard it was kind of boring, but I can't speak on it. So. So my homeboy Washi told me he watched that uh, new Netflix movie with um, Jamie Fox about the powers or whatever. Oh yeah. I think that's what it's called. It's like something like that. Superpower, yeah. some power, right. some power with us or whatever. And MGK's in that fucking movie. That's like the fourth Netflix movie this guy's done. Like he just stopped. Well, I mean, I know why he doesn't rap anymore. <laughs> Eminem fucking murdered his ass. Yeah. Kill shot for sure. But anyway, yeah, he's gonna try his hand at uh, acting. Yeah, I mean, his his acting career is definitely taken off. That's like <laughs> I think he just has like an overall deal with Netflix. Like, hey man, we're gonna put you in five to six movies a year. We'll give you a little 10, 15 minute part because <coughs> you can't make music anymore. And he bangs Megan Fox now, bro. Like, are you shitting me? <laughs> like, this guy's not that talented. Like, fuck. How? Yeah, that's all you really need in Hollywood is just to be well known. You don't even need to be talented, really. Well, he's probably rich as shit, too. That helps. That's the thing. That's definitely I don't know a whole lot about him. All I know is the beef with him and Eminem. That's like, bef- I didn't even know who he was before that. I, You know what's the craziest thing about it? Because, like, I'm, oh, of course I've been an Eminem fan my whole life. Right. So everybody just thought that I just, like, shit on him, which obviously I'm taking him side. But I have to say, man, he gave it his best effort. If Machine Gun Kelly would have went after Immortal, he probably wins that battle. Because, like, uh, I forget what the name of his was. Uh, oh, Rap Devil. Mm-hmm. Rap Devil's a great battle song. It's a great diss track. Like I said, if he would have went after a mere mortal, he wins that probably eight out of ten times. Mm-hmm. But he went after a fucking god, right? The rap god, bro. <laughs> yeah. And you it, can't go after the top ten. Yeah, you can't rappers fuck, you of can't, all time. You can't fuck with a goat, bro, and just think something's not gonna happen to you. <laughs> and even MGK, he was on doing an interview like like a day or two after Eminem released Kill Shot. And they were like, yo, you heard that kill shot? He's like, yeah, man, I didn't think it was that good, you know. And and, uh, MG, and uh, one of the guys doing the interview goes, so did you have a, a, a reply? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I had another one. But uh, I went ahead and put that in the holster. Cause, uh, he goes, you already mopped me once. There was no point in going back for seconds. Right. Like, he's like, if I want to take any of my pride with me, I'm just going to just take this L and keep it moving. But, yeah, I, I 
I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a huge Machine Gun Kelly fan. He's probably got three or four songs I enjoy. But uh, I don't think he's a terrible actor. I don't think he's a great actor, but he's not a terrible actor. He was good in the those, Motley Crue movie. He's one of those, that? like, you play. Yeah, I watched it. I actually enjoyed it. I didn't think he was bad in that. Yeah, he's one of those, like, put him in there. He'll do fine. He's not going to blow you away with his acting, but. Yeah, I'm, I don't think I'll ever want to see him as, like, a leading man or no. anything. Not at all. He could play drug dealers forever. I'm yeah. cool with that. He was in that. Uh, Bird Box. Bird Box. That's what I was he played a about. drug dealer in that, too. Right. Like, how do you typecast a white guy from Cleveland to play a drug dealer all the time? You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like reverse it a little bit. To be fair, that's all you would get. Hey, I'm down with that, bro. <laughs> we both know I'll do anything for the right price, bro. Like we both know that. There's no secret there. But I don't know, man. There's a funny uh, the show Entourage. Mm. There's a funny little part with Ti is going to meet Ari Gold, who's the man character's manager. It's played by Jeremy Piven. He's the best part of the show. Yeah. Jeremy Piven, imagine like the most hotshot, powerful agent in the world. Like half of Hollywood is on his clientele, shit like that. And uh, T.I., he's like trying to get T.I. to sign to him. And he's like, Ari, you said you was going to put me in a movie. He's like, I'll put you in. He's like, I got four offers for you right now to be in a movie. He's like, gangster, drug dealer, gangster, drug dealer. Fuck that shit, Ari. Give me something good, man. He's like, well, what do you got in mind? He's like, there's a movie with Meryl Streep. I want to be the lead in it. And he's like, Really? Meryl Streep. What, Ari? You don't think I could do that? And he's like, no, I think you're great. I think you're super talented. But he was just like, you think I should just play a, ra- a, a rapper or a gangster or a killer? And I don't know. But it, like, that's how I feel like how like they do MGK. Pretty much. I mean, those uh, are certain people. There are certain people that are just going to be in that role. Or like if you just like play a villain and everything. Right. Like, uh, like Tom Hilston. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a movie where he's played a good guy? Cause I haven't yet. Like, um, Loki's like as close as he gets, and he's a fucking bad guy at the heart of all that too. He does such a good Loki though. But he um, killed it as Loki. Um, what's his name? The guy that played Birdman. Why can't I think? Can't. Oh, uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah, Batman dog. He, yeah. The Batman. Uh, yeah. What about him? I don't know. Oh, uh, see. No, no, no. He always played heroes, but then he uh, did yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, three thousand miles to Graceland, and I like. I want to see him play more villains. You talking about Keaton? Michael Keaton? I think you're talking about Kevin Costner. Aren't they the same person? No, not I at got all. him mixed up. I don't know Kevin why. Kevin Costner's in 3,000 Miles of Graceland. Yeah. And Kevin Costner does not play a villain a lot. Mm-hmm. But neither does Michael Keaton. Yeah. But Michael Keaton's just that good of an actor. He can play either. He can play anything in my mind. I was thinking of something. Now I can't. Now it's going to piss me off. Because I'm trying to think of another movie. Oh, I watched Jackie Brown again the other day. Like, we were talking about it, and I just, like, watched it. It's your favorite, like... It's a Quentin Tarantino movie now, isn't it? Nah, 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 nah. It's still not in the top five. <laughs> but I did like it a little bit more this time did you? from watching it. That's good. But he plays a kind of a cock in that. He plays a federal agent. Right. He's kind of a dick in that one. Because mm-hmm. he's trying to like fuck her over and make his career look good. But I was just thinking about it when I was watching. I was like, man, Michael Keaton can do anything acting-wise. Right, he can. This guy can't fucking lose. The other guys, not the greatest movie. I love it. I think it's I hilarious. I fucking love that movie. I think it's hilarious, but a lot of people hated that movie. But he plays a great little part in that movie, man. Mm. They didn't They didn't overuse him. I kind of feel like they underused him. But every scene he's in is fucking hilarious in that movie. And that also got me thinking, like, man, Michael Keaton can play anything, man. <laughs> He could do fucking funny, drama, action, whatever, dude. He's a great actor. I never saw the Birdman movie, 
But everybody said he was amazing in it. Oh, that movie's amazing. I love that movie. I it, I just watched it. I remember watching the trailer for it and thinking, like, this is a mind fuck. I'm not even going to attempt to watch this yeah, movie. Yeah, uh, the cool thing is, is they tried to make it look like it was one shot, and they did a good job at it, so props but, to them. But, yeah, uh, what's her name? Um, the Emma, redhead. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. She was like, I was blown away by Michael Keaton in that movie. Like, mm-hmm. I think she ended up winning something for that. Not him, right? Um, I don't know. I know she. I know won. that movie won a shitload of awards. Oh, it won so many awards. But I don't. I, I know Michael didn't. I know Keaton didn't win. Do you want me for to put it. it on your list? Yeah, fuck it. I have it. Can't be any worse than some of the other shit I've watched. <laughs> so, and I'll give anything with Michael Keaton in one watch. Right. So Yeah. Fuck it. We'll watch it. All right. Cool. But yeah. Um. So for my grade. Um, I'm going to give this one a six and a half, six and a half, six and a half. If I would have got maybe two more laughs, it would have been a seven. Yeah. I, I, I felt that too. I'm like, you guys could have squeezed a little more comedy in here. And if they would have, it would have been even that much better. And it, uh, I enjoyed it too, because you didn't know where the horror part was coming from. Mm-hmm. Like you'd have two, three laughs and then boom, serious shit for a minute. Well, for the longest time when I first started watching it, I'm like, I was like, are they just going to play it up as like an indie film? Are they going to actually dive into the horror? And then whenever the guy burned his face, I'm like, oh, they're going to take it there. But the guy that uh, Chris, the guy that played the main character, he um, he he did a good job. He did. Like, he's not an actor. Well, the first 45 minutes of the movie, you're thinking like, I don't even care if they killed this fucking guy. Like, there's nothing to this character that makes me want him to make it through this. But over over the course of the movie, you start to care about this guy. Like, I don't want him to kill him. You keep thinking like, well, he's a fucking idiot, but (laughs) he doesn't seem like he's harmless. You know, he seems harmless. Like, he's just a nice guy. Exactly, yeah. And uh, you end up rooting for him by the end of it, you know? And and the, the, the mundane just regularness of how he goes home like nothing happened you know like mm-hmm. that kind of fits yeah like it, it fits you know what i mean right. and, he, uh, he, he doesn't know how to react to the whole situation so like he he's just, just like numb to it like it just like man did i just like wake up or something like <laughs> you know and he just sits down covered in fucking blood stranger's blood and just goes back to watching tv yep. by the way folks i'm sorry for my appearance today i came straight from work it's all bummy this t-shirt is 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 it's better years are behind him I haven't played in this basketball league in five years. <laughs> yeah. Why do you still have the shirt? You just don't throw shirts away. Because it's, it's one of those light ones. And uh, I, I don't see. know if you noticed or not, but we live in Hell's Waiting Room. So yeah. The lightest clothes I can keep on my body, I'd usually do. <laughs> I'd work out in my drawers, but they won't let me. Yeah. To be in the rules. You know? That's the one thing is uh, over, because I moved from where we work together to another place, and mm. they will not let you take your shirt off. That's so weird, yeah. too. You know, like this is America. You know what I mean? Like, nobody I wants to see. I can't your... take my. Fu- I don't give a fuck what they want to see. <laughs> Fix global warming. I'll keep my shirt on. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. Yeah, it gets pretty hot in there too. Like it's climate control, <laughs> but it still gets pretty. If hot. we lived in fucking Nebraska, I'd leave my shirt on while we worked. You know, or if we lived in Maryland or wherever, it's fucking cold eight months out of the year. I'll keep my shirt on. Yeah, because the summer months to them, eighty five. You know what I mean? I know. I was up in Chicago, and they're like, man, it's a hot day, and it's like a nice breeze. And I'm like, fuck, I'd love to kidding me, bitch? Here. This is winter where I'm from. Right? Like, that shit was hilarious. When I went to Vegas, man, people were out there dying, like, just in tank tops, little fans that shoot water on them. Honey, this just isn't like home. I just don't know how these people could live like this. It's 110 out. I said, bitch, it feels like it's 82. Yeah. There's no humidity. 
So it's just dry heat. So as long as you don't stay out in the sun, you're good. And there's a good breeze, and it gets cool at nighttime out there. I know. I fucking hate Florida because it can get so humid that you walk from your front door to your car, and you'll be covered in sweat. Oh, yeah. You got to need a new shower. Like, <laughs> I can't go outside after my showers for at least an hour because I'll go have to get right back in because yeah. it's ball soup as soon as you step outside, dude. Mm-hmm. But I kind of it kind of makes me proud, too, because now, like... I feel like we've trained in the worst pot. Like, we've been in the hyperbolic time chamber our whole lives. Like, we were made for this shit. So now, like, when I go to, like, other places and they're like, it's so hot. Like, yeah, shut up, you pussy. Right. This is nothing. Wipe my ass with this heat. As you put a jacket on. Right. Like, (laughs) you're hot. Give me your shirt. Um, That's what they say about the Green Bay Packers is they practice in such crazy climates that when they come down to these, like, hotter places, they just Kill it because yeah. no fucking snow. Roger Federer, the number one ranked tennis player in the world, trains in the hottest place in the world. Really? I forget where it is. I want to say it's somewhere like in Europe or something. It's like in the middle of a desert. Yeah. And he has a, a facility out there that he that he owns and he trains. It's almost 120 degrees on the court he Fuck plays off. in. And he does that year round because it doesn't matter what fucking tournament, where he's at. Nobody has been through, put themselves through more hell than this man. So he's over there fucking knocking balls between his legs, hollering at your bitch in the third row, still hitting aces. This dude's like 40 years old, and they're like, how the fuck? He's like, because I'm better than you. I'm fucking Goku to you, children. You know what I mean? I'm glad you said that because I was t- thinking Dragon Ball Z this whole time. Oh, when I said hyperbolic time chamber, you should have known right there. Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker's Super Saiyan 3. <laughs> And these dudes are like Frieza. Like, they're just not on that level. Yeah, and it's like, um, oh my god, I can't think of his fucking name. The green guy. Piccolo. <clears throat> Piccolo, right. When he throws his gear off and then... Uh, Waited tr- close, yes. Right, they try to pick it up. They're like, this shit's heavy. He's like... What is this made out of? It's weights. Weighted clothes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think it would be this heavy. Goku's wristbands. <laughs> shirt. All that. Yeah, it's awesome. That's what makes that show great. I know. I love that show. I fucking, I still watch Dragon Ball Z. That's why I know all that shit. Because I love Dragon Ball Z. I've been wanting to buy the uh, the one that cuts out the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. The... Uh, what do they call that shit? It's Dragon Ball Kai. Kai, yes. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yeah. I've been wanting to buy the Kai version and rewatch it again. Yeah, I know. Because I have the, the Frieza saga on DVD with Hard the filler. Watch. It's 47,000 episodes that are literally just... And when you're a kid, you don't give a fuck. You're just like, I can't wait for this shit tomorrow. No. Like, <laughs> you would go, you'd be like, uh, you would watch it, and then you would get with your friends. Like, yeah. nothing happened, but oh my god, that next. Did you episode, see that fucking power up? Right. Like, next yeah. episode is gonna be so fucking badass, and then he still be powering up. I remember the first time I watched Goku go Super Saiyan mm-hmm. on Toonami. I'm like 13. Yeah. And I see him go through. I'm pretty sure I got hard. <laughs> I don't know. I might have. I might have made this up in my head over the years. But just watching his eyes go white and then everything goes blonde and his hair just fucking boop. Yeah. Points up. Yeah, man. I still get chills thinking about it. Right. That show is like straight testosterone for little kids. Honestly is, though. You know what's the craziest thing is uh, the guy that uh, Kira Toriyama that created that show, mm-hmm. he just got tired of doing it. Like, cause I, I would too. He used to write the manga mm-hmm. and then he wouldn't do the show until he got far enough in the manga because he's like, I want the shit to be together. Right. Like, coincide. Like they should have done with Game of Thrones. What's that show called? <laughs> Game of Thrones. Who watches that? No, just fucking Nobody with you. anywhere. You know, I'm fucking with you. 
But yeah. that's the problem that happened with Game of Thrones is they Ice ran giants. they ran out of material, so they kind of made stuff up. And well, you see what that happens. Oh, they're not ice giants. With White Walkers. White Walkers. Well, White they do Walkers. have ice giants in there. Oh, they do have ice <laughs> giants. Doesn't doesn't the guy turn one of the dragons into like a zombie monster? Mm-hmm. The white dragon or yep. whatever. Yeah, he shoots it with his fucking spear. It goes into the lake, turns it into a a, a, a vamp, not a vampire. What the fuck? Like a, a zombie, zombie dragon. A zombie dragon. It was cool as fuck. Like doesn't I was he sad. doesn't he like ride on it or some shit? Yes. Uh. And that's what he uses to like blast down the wall that separating the White Walkers from the normal people. Normal people. Yeah. He just gets on that fucking dragon. He's like. Blast that. It was badass as fuck. So how did they kill the big ass dragon? Did the, did the other two dragons get it? Yeah. Oh, they kill it? They kill him. Mm. Well. I thought they were like can't die or whatever. There's one dragon at the very end. It was so fucking. I hated it. So the lady. The. The dragon lady. Mother of dragons. Dragon, yeah. Dies. The dragon comes in. And he's so upset about her dying that he realizes the throne is what she was going for, and that's what killed her was her obsession with this throne. So she, he breathes fire on it and, like, melts the throne down to, like, liquid and then carries her off into the right the sunset. His mom, yeah. Yeah. So only one dragon made it? Yep. What happened to the other one? I don't remember. I haven't watched it in so long. Don't they kill it? They kill it, but I don't remember how. Yeah, they did have. Um, they put huge spears on nets and shit. On um, they put huge spears on the boats, mm-hmm. by uh, by one of the clans, and uh, she's flying around one day, and they just shoot it right through the fucking heart, and it oh, just yeah. drops into the ocean. That's how the first one dies. When I was watching the supercuts, um, I remember <laughs> that, they, that they had them chained up in like a fucking dungeon or something. That's what they did because uh, they couldn't keep them. They didn't think she could keep them under control, so she put yeah. them in the dungeon with like the things. That was the most terrifying thing. Whenever a Tyrion, the- I was just about to say because when old boy goes down there, I watched that part, and they're all like just breathing and shit, and he's right. like, "I'm here to take you to your mommy. Yeah. Like, don't fucking kill it is me." The most terrifying thing I've ever watched because it's like pitch fucking black down yeah, there. Yeah, you can barely see them. And then all you hear, and then like, don't they like start breathing the fire or some mm-hmm. shit? I forget what it. But I was right there with you on that. I yeah. thought I was like, man, if this whole show was this, I'd have watched that bitch from episode one to you the end. You should watch it. It's so good. Uh, my sister's got them all. Like, watch it. Well, <laughs> maybe. I actually did watch a movie the other day because I wanted to rewatch it. I haven't watched it since I was in my twenties. Called Brick. With Joseph Gordon-Levitt, it's one of his earlier acting roles. I fucking loved this movie so much more the second time around. Yeah. I'm putting it on your list. Like I, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh my god, this movie's so fucking good. I loved him in uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, that's, that's the first thing wife, I saw him in. Him. That's what my wife was saying. That's his first like. And uh, oh, he was in Ten Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. I thought he played a good role in that. Um, he did. He did. Heath Ledger fucking kills that movie, bro. I love that movie. I do too, bro. And I'm not afraid to admit it. That's why I wasn't on my guilty pleasure. There's no guilt here. No, there's no guilt. I fucking love that movie, Yeah, bro. right? Fucking R.I.P. Heath, bro. Like, that movie is hilarious, man. Um, So, Brick is, it takes place in high school. I feel like I've heard this, though, but. Uh, I talked about it before. Right. But it takes place in high school, and they're, the kids are, like, drug dealers. Mm. And so they're talking, like drug dealers or whatever but they're fucking kids and it's right. fucking hilarious because it places it as like a uh film noir because mm-hmm. a girl dies so he, he's doing like uh trying to figure out what happened to her and all this like drug 
mm. stuff between these two gangs or whatever. And it's fucking hilarious because they're just kids. <laughs> Did you ever see The Lookout with him in it? No. It's him and Jeff Daniels? No. That's a great movie. Is it? I'm going to put that on your list. Well, I mean, it's not a great movie, but it's not bad. Yeah. It's a good movie. <laughs> I like how you reel it back. Like, it's a great movie. It's okay. Well, I was trying to think about it. It's been a while. Mm. So, I mean, it's not, ter- yeah, it's not like a top five movie. True. But he's good in it. Um, So, what are you giving me next? Speaking of movies. I think I'm going to give you King of New York, bro. King of New York. Yeah. I just really want you to see Walken in this one. Yeah. Like, he kill- he uh, he fucking I've been. I've seen him in a lot of, like, comedies and semi-serious roles but i really want to see him he's a, a monster serious in this role it's beautiful yeah uh, yeah i'm excited this is this is definitely like my second favorite walking part what's your first first pulp fiction pulp fiction yeah it's just a five minute dialogue but right it's that watch, fucking perfect man. that watch scene is just amazing. joe dirt close third i love that fucking part i was in just joe thinking dirt, about man. that your tone it's all wrong <laughs> do it again Stab me in the face with a Saudi guy. <laughs> Does your mother sew? <laughs> She's great. That whole movie is great. I rewatched. I that fucking recently. love the first Joe Dirt. The second one, it's I up there. It's up there with like Crank Two and fucking Hot Tub Time Machine Two. Just the shittiest sequels ever, bro. Yeah, they just are riding on the coattails of a name. That's we all should it is. we should do that for an episode. We should do a top ten shittiest sequels. I'm I'm down for it. I've, I've seen a couple on YouTube, but they all say the same ones. Like I feel like we could take this shit up a notch. Hell yeah, I'm always down for that. Yeah, we definitely should do that in the future. Mm-hmm. Also, want to do like a I I think the the, the magical number is 25 top mm-hmm. 25 movies of all time. Oof. And then me and you just throw movies back and forth. That would be awesome. Yeah. Like a, I'll make a list of 25. You, you got to sit down and make your list though. You I can't will. Go I will. Off the top I won't wing head, it. Like, I won't wing it like the guilty pleasures. Right. But. I wrote a couple down for Guilty Pleasures. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'll definitely do that. It'll Top 25 Movies greatest. of all time. Favorite movies of Your all time. Your personal 25, and I'll pick my personal 25. Yeah. Because I want to see where we're at, how many are the same on mm-hmm. there, and I want to see where we got them ranked. Right, because 10 is not enough. I cannot squeeze 10 movies. I, my mind would explode trying to make that exactly. list into 10. And then 20 is like, that's a little better, but I could squeeze a couple more in there, so mm. 25 feels like the magical number with us. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I'm down for that for sure. That oh, sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's like my new favorite idea. That's awesome. <laughs> but uh, no, I uh, I enjoyed Murder Party. Uh, I didn't I'm, love it. I actually like I am surprised you liked it that much. Did you? Yeah, I was like, because uh, I wasn't sure how you were gonna feel about it, because it's kind of a indie, low budget. If you hadn't told me about it, it would have probably surprised me a little bit more, because mm. I wouldn't have expected the comedy in it. Right. But when you told me, like, it's kind of like, it's like Dale and Tucker, kind of what you told me, I was like, okay, well, I like shit like that, too, so. They said they wanted it to be, like, the breakfast club with chainsaws and tits. Not enough chainsaws or tits, but I like where their head was at. Like like I said, man, this movie had potential. Oh, yeah. That could have been, you know what I mean? It could have been the clerks or something like that, whatever, for this genre. Right, but he the director goes off the rails, because we're going to watch Green Room next, after it's my next movie and you're gonna be like this guy went for it you know what i just thought of you know when i said i thought i'd heard of that moon not you talking about it i was thinking of that eli roth movie green uh the green mile no that's not eli roth (laughs) which by the way bro what the fuck dude with tom hanks what are you talking about dude like supposedly he's like one of the biggest people that was on that epstein island dude oh really i did not hear that at all him and his wife 
moved from America, bro. They're citizens of Greece now because they don't have extradition laws. Holy shit. And they treat pedophilia like a disease. They don't treat it like you're a sick fuck. You need to die. Like, mm-hmm. you know, go to prison. They just, like, give you a slap on the wrist. Like, yeah, he's just sick. I've been hearing so much stuff about that on the internet. Like, they're trying to... Dude, don't ever look at the list, bro. It will ruin your childhood. Well, they're trying to, like, normalize pedophilia. Like, the higher... Like, the elite is trying to, like, normalize pedophilia, apparently. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with this world? 2020 just keeps getting worse. Dude, 2020 is like a dick-flavored sandwich. Yeah. Like, it's just not good at all. (laughs) Sent my wife a... uh, a shirt it's like 2020 and it has like five stars and it has the one star and it's like would not recommend (laughs) (laughs) half a star right it needs to be no stars fuck but yeah that shit i mean i did not hear about tom hanks yeah dude i fucking grew up on tom hanks man that shit broke my heart to hear that forrest gump yeah yeah that's all i think about when i think of tom hanks is forrest fucking so many fucking hits bro oh yeah castaway all that shit like I love volunteers. I love you got mail. Um, I love all that shit. Why'd you have to do this to me, Tom? Why'd you do this? You're killing me, bro. <laughs> um, so I did watch a movie not too long ago. It's another like indie film that just came out of left field. Me and my wife watched it and it was fucking hilarious. Have you heard about this movie? Sask- the Sasquatch Gang. Nah. Never heard of that. It has Jason Long in it. Jason Long. Who is that? Justin Long, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, know I don't know why I said is. Jason. Yeah. Justin Long. It has Justin Long in it, so you haven't heard of this movie. No, and I like Justin Long, too. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to give you this movie. I'm tempted to give it to you instead of Green Room, but we'll wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you didn't see it. You haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I've never seen uh, I've never seen that. So, yeah, uh, fuck it. Put it on there. Um, Because you like Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my movie, man. There's a guy that was um the director's um assistant. So he went on to make this movie. Not the director. The director's assistant made the Sasquatch Gang. Okay. So it's very Napoleon Dynamite esque. Pedro can offer you protection. (laughs) That movie was dope. You got to watch it the right way, though. You do. Got to get your mind right. Exactly. If you go in there first time, not prepared. That's why I hated it as a kid. I'm like, why does everyone like this fucking movie? It's fucking. I could not see it for the life of me, bro. Why go back and watch it the other way? Top five greatest movies ever. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but it is hilarious. The other way, yeah, for sure. But so, what's the name of the movie you're gonna give me? King of New York. King of New. It's such a generic name that I keep forgetting it. So Shit, man, it rappers dying over that title right now. It's so bold, you know. Yeah, it's Frank Sinatra shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? No, I gave you my grade, and uh, like I said, man, I this movie had potential. It could have been really, really good. But yeah, but like I said, it's their first movie, so I think they did great with what they had. Yeah, I mean, two hundred thousand dollars. Like that's what I'm saying. As far as like, you know, first movies and low budgets go, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they did the best they could. You yeah. Know? It's kind of weird. You think if they like would have got become millionaires, like maybe they would have redone it or like revamped it put some more money into it yeah but then it would lose it's like change a couple scenes maybe yeah but then it would lose it's like charm i would say do a sequel but that shit don't work it never works especially with something like this because it would be way you'd put way too much money in it and it just wouldn't be the same yeah i agree i agree yeah but next week is uh king of new york king of new york i'll see you then later guys